Welcome to the 2021 season of Run My West Coast podcast. I am your host, Eddie Klein. Since this is the first season ever, I'm going to tell you about this podcast. I'm going to tell you about me. And of course, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Holland Haven Marathon. Um, let's get started. So what is Run My West Coast podcast? And who's it for? And why are we doing this? I would say this podcast is definitely for runners and it's for people that are going to run Holland Haven Marathon or have run Holland Haven Marathon or they're interested in that race. That's going to be primarily what we're talking about. But also some races around West Michigan you might be interested in. And if you're just a generally a runner, you're going to be hearing some information, some stories, some things on this podcast that might interest you. Um, we'll talk about a lot of things related to running and, of course, a lot of things related to Holland Haven Marathon. Definitely some information going to come out about the race, especially as we get closer. There's going to be stories. There's going to be runners talking about things they've done. There's going to be things about our partners in the in the race. There's going to be community members from West Michigan and other races. There's going to be some running tips, maybe some running injuries. There could be information from other race directors about other races. I'm going to talk about some things that I've seen, the things that I've talked about or or listened to on a podcast or read in a book or a magazine or Runner's World or something like that or saw on social media. So I want to get a little more out there, get a little more broad and not just talk about one topic all the time, but give it a little more expansion, I would say, than than just Holland Haven. So keep that in mind as these episodes progress. They're going to they're gonna get into some other topics uh, later on down the road. This is going to be a seasonal podcast. Um, this is season one, obviously, in the first episode. I'm trying to really do the seasons around the racing season in Michigan, which is generally from spring to fall. So, of course, this year we're starting later, not in the spring, but I see this this podcast being a seasonal, probably April to maybe October type thing where we're going to talk about what's going on in Michigan and running and specifically West Michigan. And then, of course, information about Holland Haven and, and what's going on with that race. So expect a, a monthly episode, uh, probably three or four for 2021. And then we'll we'll look at hopefully doing quite a few more as we get forward. You'll be able to find all our episodes where you get your normal podcasts. So those those links will be out there. So go ahead and download this podcast, and then you can always listen to it whenever you feel you need to. Um, this this podcast is going to be kind of a resource for Holland Haven Marathon. It's going to have running information, and you're hearing it direct directly from from me. I'm the race director, so it's not secondhand knowledge. I'm the person that knows more than anyone else about the about the race. So you can listen to me and I can give you this information that is absolutely correct and probably the freshest information you're going to find because I'm constantly thinking about what's going on with this race. It's my profession and it's what I plan on doing all the time. So yeah, I really want to get runners a chance to get more information about the race and you know, people, can find out so much information online and they can find out so much information uh, through friends and other ways, but this is just another way uh, to get more information about 
what's going on. And we're going to talk about other things too, like I said, and hopefully you can uh, just relate this to your life a little bit and, and get some get some information that's going to give you uh, some steps going forward as a runner and things you can do. I'm going to just get some information and, you know, from my FAQs, I'm going to get, I get emails. People ask me a lot of questions. We have a lot of FAQs on our, on our website and our registration page. I'm going to take some information off of there and share it. Um, Any updates that are going on with the race or any changes Uh, this year, of course, there's going to be a lot less changes than there was last year. Last year was, uh, we all know how last year was. 2020 was definitely a different way to go for all races. We were we were fortunate to have a race, but it came with a lot of changes. So um, this year, 2021, is much closer to what we've always done in the past. Uh, this is the eighth year of Holland Haven Marathon, and so we've done things quite similar every year, but of course, always trying to improve the race. So I feel like we've gotten better every year and uh, this year will be no different. We're definitely have got some ideas to make it even better. So you'll be hearing more about that. Um, and I'd love to get your feedback. If you are subscribed to the podcast or if you have my email address, or if you want to jump on the website or registration page and shoot me an email and say, Hey, talk about this, or you didn't talk about this or you suck or whatever you want to say. Uh, all feedback is welcome. It's good to hear from listeners and runners and anybody else because I'm definitely not an expert at running or race directing or podcasting or any of those things. So can always use um, people, give me some information on what they think and, and go from there. Let me tell you a little bit about me just so you know who I am and who's, whose voice you're listening to on this podcast. I am a race director. It's my profession. Uh, I did found the Holland Haven Marathon, so it's it's my small business. I'm a small business owner, I'm sole proprietor of of this race. I'm also a runner. I've been running basically since I was a little kid. I started out running in middle school, just in like track and things like that, and then moved on to high school cross country and track, and ran throughout school. And into the when I was in the military, of course, we ran and um, just found a love for running uh, at a young age, kind of on accident, and found out that I was decent enough at it that I could keep doing it. And and the endurance running really appealed to me. I wasn't the type of person that was going to sprint the hundred in ten seconds. So run the one mile, the two mile, the five k's. Those those were the things that I really started to like. Uh, as a kid, as a runner, when I was younger and in through my 20s. And so it's just been an easy thing for me to go to. And it's if you're a runner, you understand. It's like you want to go out the door and run every day. It's not uh doesn't even become a chore anymore just or a, a workout anymore. It's like just part of life. And so it's something to fall. It's something to fall into and go back to all the time. And you find comfort in it. And that's definitely been that way for me. Uh, I've run quite a few races, but I'm also not huge racer. So I guess I'm more of a one or two races a season kind of guy, not hit one every weekend. So I'm more likely to train for one big race every year or two big races every year, then maybe hit a couple other small ones throughout the year. Of course, last year, no races. I didn't run any any races last year, but, uh, 
you know, I've run 2019, I ran an ultra marathon and I've run a handful of marathons, road marathons and 2012 I ran the Boston marathon. So I've gotten a chance to run quite a few of those longer races and, and the 25 K in Grand Rapids. I've run that a lot of times and some other half marathons and stuff. So I've gotten a good chance to run some variety of races, which is great because I like to, I like to mix it up and not do all the same stuff all the time. Um, so, and then this year, I don't know yet. I've, I've not gotten something that I've planned, but, um, it's still early and I could still trade. So we'll see, we'll see where it goes for uh, 2021 for me for racing. Uh, some other things I like to do in addition to, to running and racing is CrossFit. Um, I formerly owned a CrossFit gym and I've been doing CrossFit for quite a long time. So that's also a big part of my fitness regime on a daily, weekly basis. I'm, I'm running, I'm doing other kinds of workouts, be it high intensity training or some weight training or the gymnastics movements or all those things that come with CrossFit. So I, I like that not to be specialized necessarily in just one activity such as running. I like to do that cross training and some of those other things. Cause I, I definitely feel like it makes me a better athlete overall. So that's for sure. Part of my life too. Um, going back to races and race directing, I've, I've run, I've, well, I say run, but I've operated and, and race directed a couple other races. I've got one called the backward mile. Uh, I've done the Michigan runner girl trail race, which was in 2019 up by Traverse city. And uh, just new this year in 2020, or 2021, sorry, I took on the Tulip Time Run, which I actually took on in 2020, but the race was in 2021 this year, and un unfortunately had to go to virtual. But that's something I'm planning on sticking with here in Holland uh, for the Tulip Time Festival is, is working with them in the springtime to do their Tulip Time Run. So a couple other races I've been working with in addition to Holland Haven there throughout the last few years. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at on that. As far as being a runner and a race director, there's a lot of other things uh, going on in my life. Of course, uh, I'm a veteran. I was in the U S army and I'm highly involved with some veteran organizations, specifically team red, white, and blue team, red, white, and blue is a great veterans organization that gets people back together after they leave service by getting them involved socially and physically in activities. And, and they come out to our race every year to Holland Haven and the uh, big groups of them come from Grand Rapids chapter and they run the race and they hang out and you'll see them in their red shirts. So it's great to have them involved and I like working with them. And of course, other, other people in my life is my family, of course, and, and my customers and which would be you and, and others that are running my races. So I, I definitely want to be, part of those people's lives and then friends. And so I got a variety of uh, different ways to go in that. So it's, it's a good life if, as far as that goes. I would say one of my main things I like to do though, when I say as a race director is going through and planning out the races. So just figuring things out and, and thinking about it, and it kind of ties back into some of the relationship stuff with my family. And because if I can, if I can work that balance in my life, I can plan out the races, but I can also plan out family time and I can plan out time with or other organizations or friends. So just planning the life out, it's planning races is like, I'm kind of a planner person and 
and so is my wife. So our, our life really works out well that way to just keep things in balance and not do too much of one thing or too much of another. So planning things out and keeping things in perspective really helps us get uh, our lives going in the right direction as far as that goes. I work a lot in my house too, so I got to plan that kind of thing out. I live in an old house down in the historic district in Holland, so I'm always working on my house and doing other things. So it's just that balance, and sometimes things get out of balance, which is fine. Like, of course, the closer we get to Holland Haven, the more I'm going to work on that and less on other things, but uh, that definitely makes me uh, more of a well-rounded person, I suppose you could say. And so keeping things planned out always helps. I like to live my life that way for sure. So let's talk a little bit about the race. Enough about me. You don't need to be bored with who I am. Uh, the race is for sure on. I know last year all races were up in the air and you didn't really know. And even though I kept saying Holland Haven was still on last year, people still didn't believe it. And hell, I didn't believe it. I mean, we didn't really know for sure, even though we really wanted it to happen. So, yeah, definitely no plans to cancel or postpone it this year. In fact, right now, Michigan is restrictions for COVID have all been lifted. So unless there's some major turn of events, uh, everything's going forward in Michigan now as if as if it's back to normal. So we'll see what new normal is, but don't worry about us canceling or postponing or anything this year. We're we're planning on the race, which is September 12th. It's a Sunday and we will be there full capacity. So who runs? Who runs this race? That might be a good question to ask because, you know, different races are for different people. And Holland Haven is one of the big draws for Holland Haven is we are Boston qualifier. And so a lot of people come out to run the marathon, the full marathon, and try to go to Boston. Usually we have a couple dozen people every year that are qualifying for Boston at, at Holland Haven. The... The race date, September 12th, which is the Sunday after Labor Day, happens to be the day before the registration for Boston opens. So we see a lot of runners coming because it's really the last day to run a race and then go ahead and get into the Boston Marathon the next day or two when your when your slot comes up for registration. So a lot of runners coming for Boston in there, but there's also a variety of other runners. It's not just that. Um, a lot of age groupers. A lot of people who want to come out and get a PR that are trying to win their age group or they're running their first marathon or their first half or whatever it might be. So we have we have groups from all over the place and people from all over the place. We we draw people from around the country and, and quite a quite a few people coming from out of state. So it's not just Michiganders or West Michigan people. It's definitely a, a good variety. I've we've had almost every state of the union represented at the race at one time over the years and even some other countries. So you'll see people from all over coming out to Holland and Holland's such a great town. It's such a great tourist destination. And we got Lake Michigan and all the Dutch heritage here and the shopping and stuff like that. So you definitely see people coming from all over to come and do this race, which is awesome. Um, we had a lot of running clubs around here um, in West Michigan. There's a ton of running clubs between Saugatuck, Holland, Grand Haven, Grand Rapids, just everywhere. A lot of running clubs come out and do this race together. Of course, veterans come out. Um, like I said before, Team Red, White, and Blue, they're doing this race. Uh, families come out. People come together. I see a lot of moms and dads together and kids running this thing or daddy, daughter, or just 
sisters and I see a lot of the same last name when people register at the same time. So I'm definitely seeing some families come out and run this race together, which is great that get that cohesiveness and that family, family running, which is great to see that come together. So we'd like to keep that going. Um, we do have a race capacity uh, because for a few reasons. One, there's just so much space that there is. Um, we only have so much space to run the race on. We only have so much space at the start line, the finish line, and so on. So we don't want to overcrowd the race. I don't I don't ever want to take away from the experience of the runner by saying, we'll just allow as many people as we can in there and, and crowd them in, and then everything's just packed and overloaded and overcrowded, and it's just no fun for anybody. So I definitely put limits on these races, and where we're at for this year and most years is we put 500 people can be in the full marathon and 600 in the half marathon, and then 400 in the 8K. So we have a total of 1,500 runners. And it's a small-town race. I don't want it to be thousands of runners like it is in Chicago or, or Boston. I want it to be this small-town. I say it's kind of a small-town race with a big-time feel because I still want to make it feel like it's a big-time race, but not overcrowded like a big-time race. So, yeah, it's not going to be super, super crowded, but it will be full. We're we're looking at selling out this year. I'm not even, not even worried about that happening. It's probably going to go. Um, you know, the times I told you the date already, this, this is the 12th. Um, each race has a different start time. The full marathon starts at seven 30 in the morning. The half marathon starts at eight and then the eight K does start at eight 30. So let's talk a little bit about the courses. I told you the times the full marathon actually is starts way up in Grand Haven. And it's at an elementary school called Rosie Mound Elementary. And what happens is the runners are going to do a one-way race. And you get to run the course all the way along Lakeshore Drive, which is right along the west coast of Michigan, along Lake Michigan. You're running by all these beautiful cottages and through the trees, and it's it's very shaded route. And then you turn and you go east towards downtown Holland and you're running along Lake Makatawa. So you really get to go in these great courses, see all these great scenes and, and sights as you're running through. And the full marathon course, it's a little bit hilly in the beginning. I'll, I'll say that it's got probably four or five hills that are a little tougher and they aren't going to be so bad that you're going to be walking up the hills, but they're going to be enough where you're going to know there's a hill out there. So expect that in the first half of this, of this marathon, if you run the full marathon. And then once you get to this, you get to the halfway point of the full marathon, that's where the half marathon starts. And so they're going to be on the same course. You run right through it. And the second half of the full marathon, which is the half marathon course is actually much, much flatter. So expect that second half to be a little bit easier when you are out there running. And then if you're a half marathoner, just know that you're on a pretty flat course. In fact, the it's actually a negative elevation overall. The, the finish line's actually lower than the start. So you're going to find that it's not so hilly when you go out there. I ran the race myself, well, not during the race, but in 2019, I went out and ran the course a couple weeks before everybody else got out there. And I was able to run the second half five minutes faster than I ran the first the first half. And so... Um, good negative split out there just because that second half is a little bit easier. So that plan on that going in when you're going there, that you're going to, you're going to have that chance. 
Our half marathon does start at Camp Geneva. That's our charity partner, and they're a Christian youth camp up along Lake Michigan. What we do is we donate money to them every year, part of our proceeds from the race, and that goes towards their camper scholarship fund. And so what we're doing is we're helping kids that need to go to summer camp get to summer camp when they don't have the money. So you're part of that, I'm part of that, and you can feel good about just helping kids go to camp because, you know, as a kid, we all want to go to camp. And I think it's a cool thing that we get to do that and hang out with them and be on their property, and, and they allow us to do that. Uh, the 8K run, 8K for those that don't know, is five miles long. And that's an out and back. So that one's not point to point. That one is going to be start at the finish line in Holland, which the finish line in Holland is at a CrossFit gym called CrossFit Holland. And so the 8K is going to start there and run out along Lake Makatawa and then circle around and come back. So it's a loop course. It's not an, it's not out and back, but it's a loop course. And so you get to see some of the same stuff a little bit, but you're also you're also going to end up on part of the marathon and half marathon course. You get to be on their course as well. So the cool thing is everybody gets a little bit of the same course and everybody gets the same finish line. The 8K starts at 8.30 in the morning, a little bit later than the other two races because it's shorter. So you get a chance to go out and do that one. Uh, so let me tell you a little bit about why we're running this why we're running this race. And I'm just going to read our mission statement one time so you can kind of hear kind of my thoughts about what I put this thing together and, and how I and how I made it happen. So here we go. Putting on a well-organized event and tremendous experience for runners while supporting local organizations and embracing our community. That is Holland Haven Marathon. So that's important to me. It's important to me to be organized. Like I said earlier, and I talked about planning and planning and organization I feel like is really important for a business and it's really important for my customers and people want information and they want things to be laid out and planned. And I know as runners, boy, we're looking at our watches and we're laying out our clothes the night before and we're, we want to know our start times and we're, what the food is going to be. So planning is, is a big deal. So organization to me is a big deal for this race. And I, and I really want to see it be organized. Um, and you, you know, a tremendous experience that all goes into it. I want to have cool things out for you. I want you to have great experience on the on the road. I want you to have a great experience with our volunteers and at the end of the race and all the way through it. So that's got to be a, a tremendous thing for everyone. And supporting local. I I get a lot of our partners come from a local, the Holland area. So we're supporting a lot of small businesses. When you come to Holland, you're spending money on hotels and restaurants and, and gasoline and anything else that these local vendors and businesses are are using that to keep going. And, you know, especially after COVID, a lot of businesses around here struggle. So as much as we can support local businesses, I really want that to happen and, and be part of the community and support the Holland community. I'll throw a fun fact out for you. Um, in 2019, um, that was our biggest year ever. And we had an economic impact report done by a university and they found that our impact on Holland was a half a million dollars. So just from that race weekend, we really impacted the Holland economy, which is really cool. So thanks to all you who were there in 2019 and, and are coming back year after year to support Holland because without Holland, we wouldn't have the race. So I love that part. What else we got? Uh, we do have 
a staff for this race. So talking about me and all the stuff I've done, but I do have a staff of over a dozen people that help me put all this on. So it's not just me. Uh, my staff is a lot of great friends, a lot of great runners, a lot of people who I've known for a long time that have just chipped in and helped me out with this race and, and really put some time and effort behind it too. And they're, they're out there on race day and they're, they're coming to staff meetings and they're putting things together behind the scenes throughout the summer to make sure it happens and packing up food and packing up gear. So they, they are an integral part of this too. So I want to say, I'm definitely happy to have some people that I can count on to make the race happen for you and for me and for all of us. And then we need volunteers too. We, uh, we have about 150 volunteers for this race all the way from aid stations to course marshals, to people riding bikes, to people handing out medals. There's just, there's a lot of things to do because the race is spread out over a 26 mile period and it's spread out over a whole day long and there's a lot going on. So we always need more volunteers and I'll just plug that real quick and say, Hey, if you want to volunteer or if you know someone who wants to volunteer, please have them go to our website and uh, volunteer. Cause we're always looking for more. We always need people to chip in and help and make great, a great race day for everybody. Let me give you a little race information now, just some general stuff. And then, uh, We'll have some, we'll have a little talk about that. Speaking of aid stations for, and volunteers at aid stations, we have aid stations every two miles on our courses. So there's like 13 mile or 13 aid stations total. And there's always going to be an aid station with water every two miles. So we have, we have, and we have a great partner this year for water. I want to tell you a little bit about that real quick. We have this company called Hiccup Earth. And they are a company that created these cups that are silicone cups that you can use at your aid station and they're reusable and they bring them out to our aid stations and they're going to drop them off and we're going to fill your cups of water with them and your cups of Gatorade and then you don't have to throw them away. You're going to throw them in a bin to be recycled and they're going to take them back and they wash them out in a commercial kitchen and then they use them for the next race. So we're going to avoid a lot of trash this year, which is really cool. So no paper cups. So I'm excited about that. I want to throw that out there. But so water every two miles, Gatorade every four miles, and then food. We usually have some food at some aid stations. And this year, I'm not sure yet what it's going to be. Uh, last year, we really didn't have any food at aid stations because of the COVID problems. So we're kind of getting our feet back under us on what are we going to do on food. But count on water every two and Gatorade every four for now. And then we'll go... And we'll update on food as as we know what we're going to do there. We do put out a lot of porta johns, and I know that's important. And when we're talking about aid stations, uh, of course, you know, a couple dozen porta johns at the start of the races, so you can get in there and go. Cause everybody everybody needs to go to the bathroom, and every every runner needs to poop. I always like to say. And then there's porta johns down the road. Every you know, a few a few of the aid stations have porta johns. Not every one, maybe every other one. So they're 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 spread out throughout the course. You'll be able to go and find a spot to go when you need to go. So keep that in mind as you're running that we won't leave you hanging. You'll be able to have a chance to get out there and drink some water and then uh, get rid of some water on the road. Let me tell you a little bit about the busing. Yeah, because it's a little bit confusing how we how we get people from the start to the finish, because that's obviously a one-way race. And so I got this idea when I ran the Boston Marathon in 2012. 
And actually, I got this idea for this entire, this entire race at that time. I just, I hadn't even, I hadn't even considered it before, but it was so much fun to me anyway, to like go downtown Boston and get on the bus at like early in the morning when it was dark. I don't know. It was like 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. or something. And I got on the bus with all these runners and we got all our stuff and we're riding all the way out to Hopkinton on the bus and we're all excited and we're going to run the race and you don't even know where you're going, just driving. We drove past like Fenway Park and all this stuff and it was really cool and I got out there to this like little race village and hung out and then it was time to run the race and got started in the corrals and whatever. We ran the race all the way back into, back into downtown Boston. I was like, wow, this is a cool experience. Like I never even been about around a race or knew about a race that did this before. And so that's really a, one of my big inspirations for starting this race was I want to do something like that. I just think it's the coolest thing. So that's what we've done since day one of, of Holland Haven is we've, we've had buses for runners to go out to the start line and then they run back to the finish. So if you're running the full marathon or if you're running the half marathon, plan on showing up at the, at the finish line in the morning and parking your car uh, somewhere around the finish. Either we have a lot or there's street parking and then you're going to get on the bus and you're going to ride the bus all the way out to where you're going to start your race. And if you're starting the full marathon, that's all the way up to Grand Haven. And if you're starting the half, you're going up to Camp Geneva. So get on the bus, take all your stuff with you. We have gear check at the start line. So if you want to bring a sweatshirt or extra food or water, whatever you, or whatever you need, you can always gear check it when you get there. And, and, uh, even if you haven't got your packet yet, we'll have your packet pick up there too. So, Ride the bus out there, get your bib at the start line if you need to on race day. That's not a big deal, and your T-shirt and whatever else. And we'll, we do in our gear check just like Boston did. I, I saw them do it, and I'm like, this is great. You, you gear check your stuff at the start. We're going to put it all on the bus, and we're going to bus your stuff back to the finish line. And when you finish the race, your stuff will be there before you were, and you can go right to gear check and get all your stuff back. So keep that in mind as you're going to run the race. There's... There's no transportation after. Just keep that in mind, too. Uh, once you get done running, we're not going to shuttle you back to your car if you parked at the start line. So if you have a friend that wants to do that for you or you have some sort of family transportation, that's fine. You don't have to ride the bus. It's not required to ride the bus. Uh, but just keep that in mind. And there's no reservations for the bus. So how do you get on the bus? Uh, go right on our go right on our registration page or on our website and look up the busing schedule. And it says there's a bus every 15 minutes for each race. I think they start at 5:30 in the morning or 5:45 in the morning, and they go every 15 minutes. So you don't. It's just first come first serve. So just show up at the the finish line area. You'll see these big yellow buses. You can't miss them. Get on whatever bus you want to get onto and head up there to your start line. You'll have plenty of time when you get there to get up, get in line and and go to the bathroom and get ready to start your race. So. That's uh, that's how the busing works. So you'll find it if you haven't done it before. You'll find it's pretty fun. It's a pretty good activity for for you to get up with and all these other runners and get excited. So let me finish up this first episode here today, just giving you a couple things of information about general information about where you can find us and stuff like that. So if you're looking for that information that I talked about or anything that I said, you know where to go. Uh, our website is HollandHavenMarathon.com. There's a lot of information there. There's a lot of great pictures there. Some stuff about the race years past and and this year and what we've done. There's even more information at our registration page. And we use Run Sign Up for registration. 
So to either register or find a lot of information, go to runsignup.com slash Holland. Other, under the event info or under the race info, you'll find all kinds of things. The bus schedule's there. The aid station information's there. The gear check information's there. All that stuff's there. So go search around. Look on those websites and those sites for anything you might have a question about. And if you can't find it, hit the contact button. That comes right to me. You're going to be emailing the race director. I'm going to be answering your questions, and I'll I'll uh, definitely get right back to you with anything important and make sure you know what's going on for the race so you're not left hanging. Of course, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. There's posts out there about different things going on with the race, and you can see what, what we're doing. We have Facebook events that you can follow and get information. So that, that'll keep you up to date, too, if you're doing that. And also, I'll send out some emails. Registered runners will start getting some emails, some weekly emails from me, uh, if they haven't already, with a lot of information, just because I think the constant reminders of different things helps people remember, and it helps to be maybe in more than one place where you get your information. I'll, I'll email people about buses, but I also talked about it today, and I'm also going to put it on Facebook. And so it's just everywhere. So look for emails coming out to registered runners. And then, of course, subscribe to the podcast. If you're listening to this episode, hit subscribe and and go ahead and keep listening because I'll keep putting out more information and I'll I'll bring some other people on. I'll find some runners to interview and I'll I'll find some other things to talk about for Holland Haven and other races going on and whatever else is going on in West Michigan just to keep everyone up to date. So I hope you're interested in what I'm talking about and you'll find it interesting going forward. Uh, one last thing, if you're not registered yet, I want to let you know we are increasing our prices on August 2nd. So get in there and get registered before August 2nd and save a little bit of money. And also get in there before the race sell out because they are going to sell out this year. So if you're still thinking about it and you haven't decided, uh, don't wait too long. Don't want you to miss out on a great year of Holland Haven Marathon. So thanks for listening to the first episode of Run My West Coast. I appreciate it. And next time, we'll talk some more. And I'll see you on race day.